and welcome to a new episode of Let's Talk It All. I'm Anvil. And I'm Jet. <laughs> and we are finally back in the, in the studio slash bar slash Confederate museum. <laughs> um, it's been... It's it's been a rough month since we uh, were camping out. Yes, and I think uh, that's the last live one we did was camping out. We had the last. And that was there. that was an adventure in itself. We'll talk about a little bit of that tonight, <laughs> and then uh, after that, I think we both kind of went off the reservation for a while, and we'll talk about why that was. But uh, we're I, back tonight. I, yeah, I know I had all kinds of things. Uh, there was days I was just extremely uh, exhausted. I you know, went over your hey. workout program. That I've been doing here two times a day, and you know it's really in the morning, like four four thirty, and then again at night after work, and it's very exhausting, and that's part of the reason I've been so tired. But it's normal, you know. I'm trying to get myself in a uh, semi decent shape again. So, and you? Well, just before we were just one more time, just before we went to to camp Camp Squatch out in Alpine New Portal. York. Um, I've been having some, I guess most people call them health issues. I would just call them annoyances. Um, things I've been normally able to do with relative inconvenience, it's starting to get more difficult. And if it's, it was, it was bad enough that I actually seeked out medical. And if you know me, you know, that's almost unheard of. Usually someone has to nag me. Or I have to, you know, be taken in by an ambulance before the, I'll let a doctor poke and prod and look around. So, just prior to us doing our thing, um, I started to make some appointments and do that already. And then uh, when we were on our expedition, uh, within within 10 minutes, I fell and screwed up my left shoulder, which still, still hurts. It clicks. <laughs> it click clacks. When I move it in the right direction, so that's, that's awesome. still not right. And it probably didn't help when I got the truck stuck. Oh, then we had you pushing on the guy. The truck stuck. Pushing, You know, dosing with two thousand, three thousand milligrams of ibuprofen just to be able to move it an inch. Push. So yeah, so um, I've been finding myself more tired, more, <coughs> more. Not wanting to do anything once I get home from work, whatever I'm doing. So we kind of canceled on each other for the last month or so. But we're back. <coughs> oh, God. He doesn't die right here. I don't die right here. <laughs> we're back. I'm not in any healthier. Uh, they've done a bunch of different tests. And uh, they still, they've ruled out stuff, which is nice. But they still have given me a definitive answer as to why I'm having the issues I'm having. So that's always pleasant. And you? Um, and well, uh, <coughs> I know you don't have any answers from the so-called doctors, but has Alani offered anything from the mystic realm? No, she hasn't. Just she doesn't want me to die. So, <laughs> well, I would hope not. <laughs> but I thought because there's a couple of procedures, and she gets and I get it. She Alani is quick to go down the rabbit hole and things, but. Uh, we joked about it before I went in and had the one procedure done, and, you know, she's like, well, I'll know if something didn't go right, because you'll probably be sitting there next to me talking to me, Oof. even though you're not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you know, that's a bag. 
So. Uh, you know, and I, I said to Anvil off the air, I, I, you know, I, I offered him the Jeffy workout program. Um, I think the problem is he needs to get his heart stronger. You need to get that, that, that blood pumping, those muscles turning, and uh, the best way to do that is to have a good, strict workout regimen and just and make that fucker work, make that heart work. That's, that's what we got to do. Yeah, well, not, not trying to dispute Jeff's just medical degree, but <laughs> there's actually a good chance my heart's enlarged, which means the muscle is all kinds of pumped up. <laughs> but usually when the heart gets larger, and it's not the, it's probably the only muscle that isn't like the rest of the muscles in your body. Mm-hmm. The last thing you want your heart to do is get all bulked up because that just reduces the efficiency of it. Yeah, see, which I is kind of kind of what I'm going through. I think I think actually. Uh, you know, I can see a diagram in my head right now of the heart, you know, different chambers of the heart with little dumbbells in the sand pumping and pumping and pumping. Yeah, and, and, that's, pumping that's and, a, that, and those then, are cute. Yeah, until I, I, the heart gets, that's what I think it's a good thing. But the heart gets bigger, the, the chambers get bigger, which puts stress in the valves, which aren't designed to get bigger. They're no, designed to. The valves aren't holding up their end of the fucking bargain. Well, I think, I think my valves are fine. <laughs> it's just not so. The triceps and the biceps got to work together. Yeah. The valves yeah. got to work with the rest of the chambers of the heart. So basically, yeah, folks, from what my, really no idea about from my physicians have been telling me, basically, uh, on a scale of 100% being a normal person, uh, my heart is about 30% efficient. And that's probably enough at rest, slight activity, to at least keep the blood going and oxygen going to the cells. But once I start to exert myself, it just can't keep up with demand. Hmm. So you find me even after a short distance doing short activities, uh, I'm gassed and I get I'm a big bastard and probably not in the best shape of my life. But I'm not no. that, I'm not that out of shape. Um, so uh, they're looking into it. Uh, they did an echo and that's how they figured out my heart wasn't pumping uh, enough blood out of the chambers uh, in a timely fashion. Uh, went in last week and had a uh, heart catheterization done and they ruled out have any blockages now I find that little fact amazing because if you see me and know me the fact that I'm 53 and the condition I'm in and I have no major blockages in my body is I think a huge accomplishment on my part so I really can't imagine what's going on in my heart that I've, I've missed Missed the bullet on the one that's killing most people my age with their hearts and obesity and things like that. And something else is messing with me. So hopefully, eventually, uh, with medication, they can find that. Uh, I guess worst case scenario from what they tell me is uh, if they can't get it under control and they're still having issues, eventually they will put in me an automatic defibrillator so as to restart my heart if it stops. <laughs> Which I guess is nice of them. Yeah. Because it cuts out all the middlemen with the paramedics and stuff. Oh, but shit, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. So. Twitching. I'll be doing the show on Twitching and Jeff going, ah, yeah, was having some issues. So, uh. Jumpstart my heart. Yeah, we'll see how I would like that. That would be the. It would have to be the little music feature. I would be playing that. Um. But this whole thing has been. Like, I have no idea what the echocardiogram cost me because no one talked to me about that. But I know when I was calling you to set up the procedure for the heart catheterization, uh, I got a call from the hospital, the pre-registration, and girl's talking to me, and we get to the part where she goes, 
so you understand how your insurance works. Uh-oh. And I'm like, well, I got Blue Cross Blue Shield. I know, you know, usually it's 80, 20, blah, blah, blah. And I guess Blue Cross Blue Shield now does some co-pays and things like that, which is something I'm not used to. It must be something new with the last few years. And she goes, well, you haven't met your deductible yet, which I know the deductible is a little high. She goes, so your portion, your portion of this procedure is going to be $3,000. Holy shit. $3,000. So an 80-20 split, that puts the procedure probably starting at fifteen grand wow. for a basic procedure. So she goes, oh, that's $3,000. She goes, would you like to take care of this today? <laughs> yeah. So we ripped out my so checkbook, just, baby. So I just started <laughs> laughing, which probably was not the best response to do <laughs> on the phone. And I said, oh, no, I don't really have that right available. Because would you like to make any portion payment on that? <laughs> I said, oh, no, I don't have any of that available either right now. She goes, oh, okay. And um, I'm thinking, God, that's crazy. Now, that's crazy. That's crazy. Is your is your health insurance through your employer? It is. All right. It is. Um, that makes me. That story actually makes me really appreciate the health insurance I have. It does. Is expensive. I ha- I pay. I think eighty five dollars per week, and my employer actually pays a larger portion of that. But when I talk about full coverage, there's no deductible. There's no nothing. There's a copay of fifteen dollars, and that's it. I go in. I was in the hospital for two days. I didn't see a bill. I didn't see a bill. You gotta love that kind of shit. You know. Yeah, so you probably pay under 120 more a month than I do, but it might almost be worth it to eliminate the high deductible. Right, exactly. Yeah. So anyway, but it was kind of the best one we had for it. And again, I I don't usually go to a doctor unless I'm dragged there, so it's usually these major events. I usually don't look at the deductible saying I need to keep it low. It's not like, like oh, I but I don't know. It's insurance is crazy, and I'm not anyway, you know, endorsing Obamacare that nonsense. But there's got to be a better. System. So we got, got. I picked up. My, I picked up two prescriptions today. Two prescriptions today. Combined price, if I paid the full retail, was over seven hundred dollars. That's awesome. For two. No. For two. No. no, it had to be more than that. Maybe over eight hundred dollars because I know the one was five something. Yeah, it was over eight hundred because one was five something, one was high threes. Now with my insurance, it brought it down to fifteen apiece. But I don't understand how those economics work. You know, is my insurance company really paying the four hundred and eighty-five dollars difference? No, no, no. They're negotiating. No. They're just no. <laughs> I, and I think that's the that's the that's the crime with the whole ins- all the, the whole insurance scam. Even your I mean, your company's yeah. great, but it's all it's oh, all it's a not scam. my company. It's, I, it's a program we use, right? You know, and, and the funny thing it's is, Saturday I got a check in the mail from UHS, fifteen dollars and some cents. They owed me. I over you know my one deductible I have to pay apparently, so they sent it back to me. Isn't that nice? Oh, that's nice. nice. That's, yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, mighty so yeah, mighty white of them. So, so on the health end, I'm no better or worse. Um, talking to my cardiologist, like playing phone tag, it's annoying. Um, my regular doctor's been on vacation for a month, must be nice. So, I've been doing with his partner. So, I'm kind of hoping my doctor's back so I can talk to him and deal with him. Because I've got two doctors prescribing medications for me, which is crazy. 
Right. Because I don't think they're talking to each other when they make and, these decisions. And that's the great thing about a pharmacist is their job is actually catch. They know more about well, the drugs than the doctors. I, I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping and they. Good pharmacists. I always go to the same pharmacist. Right. I know well, they know what to do. And I, I don't around. Just, I mean, you know. I don't play with the Walmart special so, guy. You know? That's what that's why I play with the Walmart <laughs> yeah, guy. Fucking great. But you know, to be honest, the Walmart pharmacist actually makes more than the store manager. He does. Well, you know that. Oh, you yeah. know that. You know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they, they are highly degreed. I'm not picking on those. Um, they're highly degreed people. You have to have uh, a doctorate. Uh, and I think it's been changed to a PhD now uh, to be a pharmacist. It's a very intense program. It isn't a simple program. So uh, pharmacists actually have to know more about the drugs and their interactions with your body than doctors do. And it's quite fascinating uh, the amount of knowledge those people have. So hats off to them. They deserve every penny they make, in my opinion. So that's my I, opinion. I, I agree 100% with that. So. so there's all that going on. And then even though we, you guys heard our broadcast from, from the wilderness, we really haven't talked about it since we got back. No, so we haven't. That'll be uh, that'll be a little chat today about that. It was really kind of uneventful. Hey, it was it was it was fun. funny. It was more funny than anything. It was more little bullshit eventful. things. Yeah, well, yeah, know. it was. The, the, it was eventful. Burning just, up, just not what we wanted. The device, you starting, fall starting over, starting the truck getting stuck, the full moon coming out. We're stuck in the middle of the goddamn woods. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. And I. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this was, I don't know if we talked about this on the air or if it was between breaks. But let me tell you, this place that we were at, I don't think we saw any. I don't think we saw anyone. There wasn't anyone. And and I was up most of the night. I may have nodded off a couple times, but I was. I just. I just hurt. There was no way I was getting laying down on the ground. I was. I sat up in a chair and kind of hung out. There was this that that little more than fine mist, but it was just. Damp mushroom growing dampness, and uh, there was no one. No one drove down that road. No one drove up that road. Nope. Nothing. But let me tell you, I I am firmly convinced the serial killers that get caught are just stupid. <laughs> they don't know where to go. They don't know where to go. Yeah, I yeah. I just I'm thinking to myself, fuck Jeff and I, or me, or Jeff, or <laughs> whoever. Throw the body in the back, drive up here, try not to get the damn car stuck, <laughs> dig a hole, throw it in, cover it up, and gone. Be done with it. No one drives by, no one no one stops by. Jeff and I could have met our demise and <laughs> no one would have fucking known except for the truck hanging halfway on the road because it was stuck in a ditch. But um yeah, this place was this place was crazy creepy. Especially at night, because you couldn't see, you really couldn't see, in the pitch black, there was maybe 30 foot radius before it went to dark. I mean, you had the lamps going and stuff. I mean, it definitely looked different in the daytime, but at nighttime, yeah, there could have been 10,000 bodies buried out there, <laughs> and no one, no one would have known about it. Um, nice camp, nice place. A uh, little more, you know, better road structure I've been happier with. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're out there doing our thing and listening for things. And we look up and we got the full moon peering through the trees. <laughs> and the clouds coming across it. And, yeah, that was, it, I'm surprised we didn't have something that night. We didn't. I, not even... Couple noises, but nothing 
I was nervous about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was it was kind of it was kind of it wasn't raining per se, but it was a heavy heavy mist, heavy dew, whatever you want to call it. And then every now and then there'd be a little little dribble from the sky, a little rain. But it was so covered with trees that all you could hear was just the water drips hitting hit the trees and the leaves coming down and or if the wind blew, you were hearing those things. Yeah. But um He's- we thought we had something partway through the show. Yeah. In the distance, but nothing ever got near us. Nope. It was very it was it was I'm hoping at some point to be healthier and I'd be willing to try it again, but uh, it was it was I I had fun. It was it was different, and at times it was annoying, but I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. It would it would have been interesting if we could have got. To, we were we uh, we were bagging the trees with the with the wood staff and making howls and mm-hmm. like I said we had a little something real briefly, but then. Nothing the rest of the night. I thought for sure we'd get something. Yeah, there wasn't even any coyotes. I don't remember. No, or, you know, some, just some woodland creature running around even. It wasn't even that. It was just, just the noise of the, the rain falling through the through the foliage above us, the canopy. And, uh, and, and that, that in itself could be quick because it really sounded, that sounded like footsteps. Right, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, and then Jeff snoring. Yeah, really Oh, my God. You were too funny. You're lying. No, I'm not lying. I'm thinking I might even have it on tape off the look. You're lying. You were I don't you were, it was Not a lot, but you were still, I just yeah. started laughing. Oh, shit. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, and again, I could see where these things, if they're out there, I could see where they're not being bothered. Like you said, we weren't bothered. We were, One... We, no one knew we were there. Nope. No. It, it took us a long time to explain to the guy with the tow truck where to find us. <laughs> and they're from that area. And then, and then it was like pulling teeth to get him to come up and get us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that itself. We don't go into state land. We don't go state land. <laughs> we don't, just, it's the road. Just get, get on the road. You'll yeah. see us. We're not yeah. up on the land, per yeah. se. Yeah. We just need you to hook us up and jerk Good us job. off this knoll or whatever we're stuck on. Try to turn around, and this is what happened. <laughs> So, but, uh, yeah, it was, a uh, it was an interesting time. Yeah, the guy was impressed, the tow truck driver, he was, he was a little bit jealous. He's like, what do you, what do, you do for a living that you can do this? <laughs> and I told him what I did. And he goes, so for fun, <laughs> you, fun. You, you have a girlfriend, you still get to do this? <laughs> you get ass and do this? Yeah, do this? He was actually, he was like, he was blown away. He was absolutely blown away that we had the amount of time on our hands to do something like this. If I told my girlfriend I was going out looking at Bigfoot, she know I'm seeing Ben yeah. Lou down the road. Yeah. <laughs> a hairy bitch. <laughs> uh, he goes, those things real? Those Bigfoots? I think they are. I think they are. Did you see the thing I posted about Bigfoot porn? Yes, Making I saw that today. Actually. Being, being yeah. a, 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 a like political the, issue. Yeah. <laughs> What is wrong? What is wrong with these people? Yeah, yeah, what is wrong with these people? It's, it's, you know, it's just one I love, thing I love after Facebook. another. Um, I love Facebook. I love the internet. I didn't even know. See, here's the funny thing. I didn't even know the day that you were in the hospital. 
you know, post that Facebook, man. You know about because I wasn't on Facebook for like two or three days. Yeah, I know. And then does. I saw him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? yeah. Hmm. No, it was yeah. It's, again, just much better result this time, but still no blockages. Upside is when I had this done 13 years ago, they stopped the procedure halfway through. Took me into recovery. Now I'm, I'm half. I'm half sedated. I'm coming out of sedation at this point. And all I got is a doctor telling me, "Hey, look, don't want to alarm you, but I want you to understand clearly what's happening right now. <laughs> and you got an aneurysm in your aorta. We're trying to get an OR prepped as quickly as possible, but you may not make it in time. <laughs> do you want to do the surgery? Uh, yeah. Well, let's let's assume that I want to live." <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, I want to sit here. It'll be fine. <laughs> God will heal me. <laughs> you know, so I didn't get that speech when, you know. Or I didn't get the, oh shit, what's that? Which you can kind of hear. The first thing I did was what they call twilight sedation. So you're kind of in, you're kind of right. out. So you can kind of hear things are being said. So when you hear them say, oh, wait, go back. Wait, what's that? Okay, let's wrap this up. <laughs> And then next thing you know, you're in recovery. You got your mom. You got your you got your girlfriend the standing there. there. <laughs> you got a priest there. You got the doctor saying we may not have the OR ready for you in time. Man. Really? That that quick? Let's risk the infection and run for this. Yeah. But um, you know, eleven hours later, I'm out of surgery and they fixed it. Eleven, 11 hours. Wow. Later, eleven wow. hours later. Eleven hours in a heart lung machine. Yeah, see now that's the thing with uh, today's doctors. They would not make it in the mash camp. Those doctors in the mash, you know, Honeycutt and uh, Hawkeye and you know all of them. Oh yeah. And even Frank Burns. I mean, Trapper they, John. Trapper John. They really had to work Spirit on Trapper own Jones. incredible, you know, uh, incredible uh, situations, and they had to do it really fast because the, the buildup was unbelievable with the amount of immunity they had and they. Surgery, man. Yeah. surgery. So I have nothing against your doctors today, but they got to step up their game. Eleven hours. I think they're smoking the clock a little long. Well, you know what? Bad good insurance back then. I think. Smoking uh, the clock. I think. I think the total. Well, yeah, because then they come out of this, and they don't want me moving. They don't want me disturbing things. So for five days, it kept me in a medically induced coma. Holy shit. Five days. I lost like thirty pounds. This is the best diet in the world. If I thought I could take a day, a week off of vacation, I take a week off of vacation. Tell them to put me in a medically induced coma and lose thirty pounds right there. You know, so that's always a that was a positive thing that came out. Right, it was thirty thirty five pounds later. Holy shit! Yeah, you know, but uh, and you're right back to fucking Mr. Pizza and shit like that. You're fucking calling Domino's, fucking all weird hours in the night, getting your fucking pasta made. I know you. I know how you fucking think, you fucker. Yeah. You're eating. <laughs> I'm an eating machine. Seafood diet, baby. Seafood diet. I tried that for a while. It didn't work for me. I'm just picking on it. What? Seafood diet? No, the picking on the, oh, okay. the pizza stuff was scary. Um, so you had that going on. Um, I had different experiences. Really? Yeah. I, how, uh, how was your month? Well, my month wasn't so great about a month ago. Uh, my truck, all of a sudden, one morning when I went out to work, uh, gave me a hard time starting, which it never does. Finally, it started up, and uh, I went to work, stopped at the gas station for a cup of coffee, and went back to the truck, wouldn't start again, finally got started, and then I had to go pay the electric bill, because it was going to be late if I didn't, so it was right around the very beginning of the month, 
and uh, installed in the middle of the, you know, the intersection where the mall is mm-hmm. and Wegmans and, you know, oh, busy. No. Oh, yeah, 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 it's all right there. People nice. are beeping at Rock and Roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time. I but, bet they're pissed off. Hi, yeah, good morning. Yeah. You know, I was late for work because of jackass here. Finally got it to go and got to the, you know, paid my electric bill and came back and they started doing this weird shit where jerk and the, the water pressure gauge would go down or temperature gauge and the, but the alts and the oil pressure would stay the same. I never seen anything like no no check engine light was coming on, no nothing. But it was like the truck was saying to me, Don't worry, this is normal. <laughs> We're gonna stall every ten seconds, but this is normal, don't you worry. And uh, so this went on for that day. And then it stopped. I didn't do it again. So I'm like, all right, everything's fine. Until um, last week. It was uh, Thursday, I started doing it again. And then Friday, it was so bad, the truck was almost undrivable. So uh, Saturday morning, I had to go to the DMV and finally register my trailer. Did I tell you about buying a trailer? You did. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I never registered it, so I finally got that done. (laughs) But I dropped my truck off at my buddy's garage uh, because it's not throwing any code, so I don't know what the hell is wrong with it, and I don't want to just start throwing parts at it and be wrong. Um, and of course, it did something different on the way there. It uh, the temperature gauge no longer worked, the transmission gauge no longer worked, um, and the fan kept running the entire time. You know, the backup fan and the motor huh. uh, all the way there, but it didn't jerk at all. No loss of power. So I got there. So I am thinking water pump related. Maybe the water. Is there no from our expedition? Do you think something got tweaked? It could be. Uh, it ran fine. Yeah, I mean, it was an hour plus ride home. Yeah, and I took it to Scranton and a couple times yeah. down to the four wheeling, but. Um, I believe it's a water pump. They are known. The 6.0 liter motors mm. are known for a water pump, so I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So uh, that's uh, that's where it sits now. Uh. And of course, both four wheelers are broken and at dealerships. Uh, they're at dealerships, and I'm supposed to go on a four wheeling trip with my friends uh, for three days this coming weekend. And right now, if I go, I will be running a U-Haul truck to tow whichever four wheeler sticks first. <laughs> and I'm not joking because I am going. <laughs> I've already looked at the prices. I'm like, you know what? $300? That's good by me. I don't fucking care. I'm going. I need a vacation. You yeah, like one of the enclosed ones where you just drive the four-wheelers up? No, no. Way? I'm going to take my trailer. Oh, okay. Uh, but the pickup truck. You know, pickup okay. truck. Yeah, you all okay. pickup truck. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's uh, what's going on. Yeah, yeah. We've done that. I know. A lot of you have done that in the past. We want to go on a trip, but we've been kind of iffy on the cars, taking yeah. the cars because of mileage or age or whatever. And we've just rented a car for like the weekend or... Whatever and, and when, you know, yep. it's worth the money. It's worth the money. Fuck worth it. the money. So, that's my life. Right yeah, I'm stressed I, out over that shit. I hear you. Oh, I, I, and I, right now I'm a little low on dough, which is hard to imagine for someone like me. But uh, I have, you know, a lot of toys I have to pay no. for, so my money flows a little lower than it used to be. And uh, so right now, a lot of things are going on the old credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Back to your credit hell, I am. Oh so. God. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a rough it's been a rough one. But uh trying to get things back to trying to get things back to normal. And tonight was a first step towards first step normalcy. normalcy. Now yeah, next week I should warn everybody I will not be in town. Okay. I will be gone for the weekend. Uh if I am back Monday, I will let you know. We can still do the show, that's fine. Okay. Um, or we can do a Tuesday. I'll be back Tuesday okay. evening. So we can Monday, Tuesday's off. So right. either one's fine. What's, what's aimed for Tuesday? All right. All right. Either one's fine. All right. But, uh, yeah, and again, I just got to take it a little easy. And I think a lot of things, every time I go out and do something, I'm going to die, which actually has its perks. 
She's not, she's not asking me to do so much shit. <laughs> and if she does, I tell her I got a condition. You know I have a condition, honey. You know I have a condition, honey. You know I have a condition, honey. So it's actually kind of working for me. Hey, I did offer to send the kids over to wipe the I know, you, I know you did. I know you did. I appreciate yeah. that. But uh, that's, not, that's not really what's causing the problem. Like, yeah, one of the, one of the restrictions with them, that's what's looked. Lift anything over five pounds. I guess I'm past that restriction now, but so I use that, you know. Doctor, my shine weighs more than that. Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> so I know yesterday we were out, we were out yesterday shopping, and uh, and uh, she said something like, "Hey, I got a condition." Shut <laughs> 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 up. <laughs> so, but uh, I actually saw you guys all yesterday. You said I, you did. I, I was we were coming back from the gym on my Harley. We were down on Western Road because I have to ride my Harley all the time now because <laughs> my truck nice. is in the shop. It, well, that's true. Yeah, uh, we were headed. I want to go to a farmers market. And there's one down in Appalachian, and uh, but I also knew there. I I didn't know. I saw it the other day when I was driving by it. And there's one right there on Olvester Road at the intersection with Sam's Club. Sam's Club is yes, across. And there's a yeah. and it's actually the same people that own the one in Appalachian. But this is a pretty big setup they got down there. I saw the tents. So we went down there, and they got they got you know the fruits and vegetables stuff, but they also got trees and plants and things like that. But it was nice. So we went down there and got we had some corn. Oh my God, this was amazing corn. I guess I'm used to eating the Walmart and Wegmans crap. That's probably just cow corn. But um, the stuff they had was was really good. It was really good. So um, farmers market. Um, Go go team. One other thing that's been stressing me out, and that just started today, was uh, or was it yesterday? It was yesterday. It was yesterday. So obviously, with the the truck gone, and uh, you know Heather's very busy, works three or four jobs, so she's always out in her truck. Um, so I have my Harley, you know, whether it be raining or snowing, that's what I have right now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I uh, I stopped the other day, and I left the bike. I came back out. There was a pool pool of fucking oil underneath the Harley. Oh, I'm geez. like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So I think maybe it's someone else's vehicle. So I took it home and in the garage when I turned on the light where I parked the Harley, pool of oil. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Right underneath the Harley, and uh, sure as shit. There's a main gasket seal that seals the two pieces to block together, right? Right. right. And that apparently is going bad. <laughs> so in order to get that out, you have to take the whole bike apart, take the motor apart, change the gasket, put the whole motor back together. That's the whole process for fixing this issue. So the Harley may be going up for sale. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I paid it off years ago. Maybe it's time to say goodbye. No, it's one of those things. Like if you don't use it, you lose it. Like because you don't run it all the time, the gasket dries out, or no? I just think it's it, it was just time cheap shit. Okay. Or at least right. not what they used to be. And that's right. basically right. what right. so it's not a Honda. <laughs> you know, it's not a Yamaha. That's what it boils down to. And you know, it's you know Harley Davidson has this great name, and even though they're moving trucks over, uh, jobs over to Europe. Mm. Uh, fuck you, Harley. Uh, but uh, the to be honest, the Yamaha and Honda. I mean, like when it comes to reliability <laughs> and Durability, <coughs> you cannot beat those companies. You seriously cannot beat them. You know, right. You can't. So no, I agree. And that's why I said what I said. So, but it is what it is. Um, so what did you want to talk about tonight? Oh, I don't know. There's just so many things. Like, so we, we haven't gotten together in a month, and there's all, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Every week, there are all kinds of topics. Trump. 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 Um... All that, uh, if it's not Trump, it's the Democrats, if it's not the Democrats, it's the 
freaking far left socialist socialist liberals um i can't even i don't i didn't i didn't have a notebook big enough for it down all the crap been going on last month on facebook and did you see this this idiot that won the Democratic nomination uh, for congressman or congresswoman or some shit from New York, this Ortez or whatever her name oh, is. Oh, the chick? She's, she's an dumber idiot. than she's a an box idiot. of rocks. No, and I'm not, look, folks, just because I'm more to the middle and maybe more to the right on some issues, I'm a libertarian, but this chick is dumb. I mean, like, she's real. I mean, like, so like, I would use with her. I, I wouldn't believe the answer she was giving. I'm like, are you serious? I would pay good I've money. Heard I've heard high school debate teams. I would pay good like, money. Me? I would pay good money for her and Sarah Palin to debate. Because <laughs> it would just be <laughs> hysterical. Yeah, it would like, just be hysterical, and I'm pretty sure Sarah Palin would win. Yeah, she probably pulled that one out. I would think because this chick is is out there, and uh, it's funny because um, if you watch anything like the Colbert reports or. Comedy Central stuff. Right. They do these. They do these fake interviews where they'll have the interviewer, but then they'll switch the camera to the right. And it's it's, it's an actual interview. It's right. Actually, this guy's actually, but it's not talking to the interviewer that you think directly. Right. So I guess it wasn't Comedy Central this, but someone did this as a joke. So they did the kind same kind of setup with this chick, and uh, it was a funny interview. It was I can't remember what it was about now, but this. And it made her sound, it's, it screwed up because it made her sound like she sounds anyways. Right. So I just thought today they had an actually interview on Comedy Central where someone actually was talking to her on Comedy Central about stuff. And uh, she's out there. She didn't sound any smarter in this interview than she did in the one that was, she was being pranked on. Yeah, and that's, and that's, I think that's a bad, I think it's a bad omen for the Democratic Party. Um, I believe strongly need at least two parties, if not four or five. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to see an overwhelming presence of the Republicans, but um, I, I think this bodes very bad for Democrats. Uh, if this is their new model, you know, what they're embracing, oh. this is very bad for them. I, this is not going to win they're, elections for them. They're they embracing primaries. They're going to win elections. She's a woman. She's a minority. And... She's out of Bernie Sanders' camp. Yeah, and I got everyone likes Bernie. But I'm telling you, he's 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 not all with it either. Well, he's not running again. He's going to no. be seventy nine by the time it comes you know, around. He's she, I I know the interview she's doing Comedy Central. They were she was talking to them about the fact that the uh, the government just approved seven hundred and something. Billion dollar increase to the budget yeah, yeah. for the military, yeah, yeah. and they didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for it. Yes, yeah, so I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> that you you think that our military doesn't ask for these kind of increases every freaking year. Yeah. Every it, they weren't just said, "Oh no, we're good. We're good with what we got." Yeah, Thank you very we don't much. need more. We don't need any more. We, we don't, don't need extra. Or, or we don't soldiers. need extra. Yeah. Our Humvees don't have enough armor plating. To to, you know. to believe <laughs> that to believe. <laughs> to to not be smelling what you're shoveling is ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. She says stuff politicians say all the time, but most of the politicians, the old school politicians, know they're lying. Right. They know they're full of shit. Right. They can't smell what they're shoveling. Right. This girl and some of these new ones, I don't think they can smell what they're shoveling. No, they're, they're just plain dumb. 
They don't. They they do believe that playing dumb. Either dumb is not maybe dumb is fair. All right, I'm gonna say I'm saying dumb back. They're ignorant. They're ignorant of the facts and they're ignorant of the the data that they you know they're refrigerating. That's what it comes down to. They're just ignorant people. And it doesn't mean they're bad people. It just means they no. I don't think they're bad. They haven't done their their homework. It's what it boils down to, man. You know, that's what's scary. You know, those uh, those types. And since we're on that subject, I was going to make a prediction tonight. What time is it? Yeah, we got time. What time is it? It's only th- we're only thirty-five minutes into the show. Okay. What time are we doing a shot? We can do one now if you want. Let's, let's do a shot. We'll, we'll do, do a shot. We'll do a shot. All right. Tonight we have what, Mister Angelo? Uh, we have ourselves Evan Williams Peach Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, blended with peach liqueur. This is actually really good, folks. When it's you good. take a twisted tea. And put a shot of that with a shot of peach knobs in the twisted tea and mix it all together. It is fabulous. I like Evan Williams. It's not. It's not a it, Jim Beam. It's not a Jack Daniels. I'll tell you what. It's the affordable. They, they put out. They the put out. They put out a good. <laughs> they put out a good bourbon at an affordable price. Here's to swimming with only liberals. What do you think? Uh, Hell, I have to bite. Good taste. It's alright, though. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, yum, yum. Alright, so we, we did our shot. Um, let's, let's talk about Mars first. Did you see the news about Mars? Uh, I saw something about Mars. I can't remember what it was. Okay. I predicted this over 30 years ago. Uh, unfortunately, Facebook wasn't around then, so I can actually <laughs> prove this. But uh, if anyone who ever listened to me talk growing up knows what I predicted. Okay, uh, they uh, a lake twelve miles long oh, yeah. uh, was located uh, roughly just under one mile under the ice on Mars, and it's liquid water. Uh, they think it's salt water, but there is liquid water currently on Mars, uh, non frozen, uh, on the on the red planet uh, that was supposedly dead and blah blah blah. Now, what the big deal about that is? Anytime there's water in a liquid form, there's life. Even here, in the, in the deepest parts of the ocean that's frozen, whatever, there's life. Well, that's, always, life. that's always been their their litmus test. Yeah. So If they can find water on the planet. Now, the reason this is important is because a lot of people don't realize they weren't around or they don't, they don't follow science very uh, closely, but the original Viking programs um, actually had uh, very rudimentary devices on board to test for organic life. Uh, back in the, the late 70s so when they landed, it was 78, 79, 77, 76, I can't remember now. Uh, but anyway, um, and the test that was on Viking 2 came back positive for life at the time. Um, NASA said it was inconclusive. Uh, the original uh, project head scientist who designed the actual test uh, for the Viking program said no, NASA was wrong. It did indeed detect life, current life, not past. So we had that piece of evidence all those years ago. We had the meteorite that hit the planet from Mars, what, 60-some million years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meteorite uh, fossils were not from the planet Earth. We know that for a fact now. Um, and they originated, as they believe, from Mars, all right, the chemical compounds. So we know we have a meteorite sample from the planet, the red planet, that shows uh, microbes from, like, 60 million years ago. Um, third, they found high traces of methane recently in the atmosphere of Mars, uh, which is increasing, which organic life forms give off 
methane. It's another key element uh, for present life. Now we have the lake of liquid water. Um, the odds of Mars having present-day life has intensified like a, at least a thousand percent compared to where it was just a year ago. Um, there's no doubt in my mind at this point that there's current life on Mars. Uh, you will see a big push coming, uh, maybe not from NASA, because NASA, see people don't realize how, how NASA works. I'm going to make this very simplistic. Right now, NASA's run by geologists. Geologists study rocks, okay? All the rovers have very rudimentary devices uh, for detecting life, the mm -hmm. new ones. Very, they don't want to detect life because all these geologists that are in the NASA space program, they get all the budget money right now. When life is 100% proof positive, those people lose their jobs. They lose their funding. That's how it works. So they're in no big rush, all right, to give up their status quo at NASA. Yeah. And that's what the big fight is. So if we don't do it, either uh, Russia or the European Space Agency or Japan or China, they're going to be the first ones to give proof positive life on Mars shortly, within the next five years. No doubt about it. Not a doubt in my mind. So that's uh, the big news out of Mars. And I thought something was up because you, you, I've seen a lot of things about Mars. So I wasn't sure we were going with this. Yeah. Um, I know the Copernic Observatory, which is our local observatory in Vestal, uh, did a program last Friday, last Saturday, something about Mars. I don't know if they were just looking. I don't know. Well, if Mars was in the past week and a half, Mars has been closer to the, the planet Earth than it would be like in 90 years. Oh. But so not close enough to be the same size as the moon. But the least, which which was which no. was out there on Facebook in the in the internet that if you went out Saturday at one AM or something and looked up, Mars would be the same size as the moon. No, that's horseshit. For the first time in six thousand no, and something years. That's and horseshit. It won't happen again for another six thousand and something years. That's a, that's a, that's what was all horseshit. But you can see Mars in the evening sky right now. You'll see it a little bit later, but it'll be the bright, bright star. It looks like a star. It's not a star. It's right. a planet. But it'll be extremely bright in the night sky. It'll probably be the second brightest uh, 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 besides the moon that you can see. And you can't miss it. It'll be sitting low in the sky. People think, it's a UFO. No, it's actually Mars, folks. It's actually Mars. Yeah. And yeah. You see a lot, of, a lot of the planets. I saw it the other night, actually. You see with a lot of the planets. Mars Mars one of the common ones. And I'm Saturn. And... Venus. Things like that. Venus is another common. One. Usually yeah. Venus is in the morning. Yep. They call the morning star. So, uh, yeah, no, astronomy is very cool. And this is something, I said something else about Mars, too, um, but it may have been this late thing. I really didn't read the water. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, that's that's really big news, actually. Um, we had a lot of things going on. You had brought up uh, Donald Trump. Oh, uh, You know, and uh, now he's talking about the meet with the Iranians. Oh, yeah, really? Anytime. Yeah, I didn't even saw this was news today. He oh. said, you know, if they want to meet, I'll sit down and meet with them anytime they want to meet. Uh, and, you know, and that just shows Trump is very open to negotiations. He said, look it, you know, what's the least talk? What's what's what what's the big deal about talking? Yeah. What what can talk? You know, we have 12,000 diplomats at our he disposal. Just, Let's just use them. Trump's, you just, know? Trump's just funny because he'll get all big and bold and, you know, talk talk smack. Yeah, but, think, the, but that's think, part of the process. I know. Yeah. He's like, I'm not fucking around, but I'll talk week, to you. I'll week, smack your shit out of you. Last week he was saying, hey, you want to start something, we'll, we'll finish it for you people. <laughs> and then he's getting tweets back from 
Hey, Randy and Jen will say, no, no. You want to stop something? We'll finish it for you. <laughs> you know, and this this whole, this this is how it went with this is how it went with uh, Korea. Yeah, not Korea. Korea. Yeah, the North Korea. Korea. Yeah. You know, um, I just can't. I just can't understand why people haven't figured out Donald Trump right now. Like, like everyone's all pissed off about the tariffs and this that, and everything else. He's putting him. He's 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 putting himself in a better position to negotiate. So he throws tariffs out there for a couple months, and in that time he negotiates to take them back, as long as they take theirs back, which they've been in place for years. Right. So he's doing something for a couple months in in hopes that he can negotiate people to give up stuff they've had in place for years. I think the European Union is at a point now they're going to take some of their stuff back, yeah. and he's going to eliminate his tariff. He didn't want them in the first place either, people. He just he just. Well, Look at look poking at, you with a stick, and you're gonna you're gonna do what you want to keep, stop them from poking you. Well, look at the economic numbers that came out last week. Four point one. Four point one growth. Three point eight percent unemployment. Uh, our trade deficit uh, for our trades going out was the biggest increase ever, meaning our de- deficit shrunk by almost ten percent. Think about that. Almost ten percent because we're pumping more shit out because he's looking. This is how it's going to be. This, you, you, duh, you know this is how it's going to be, and. Uh, He's doing an amazing job. Uh, I have some more predictions about him later, but uh, right now it's just uh, it's all good, you know. And you had Iran saying what well, they've threatened last week about shutting off the Strait of uh, Hormuz, whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now here's funny. So then you had the lift. You saw it on Yahoo News. You know the left was going nuts. Oh, the oil prices! It'll be six dollars a gallon. And everyone's freaking out. All the lefties and the senators and the dumbasses and everything. Look at okay, folks. Let me explain something very carefully to you. The military, okay, in the United States, all right, they have contingency plans for everything. I guarantee you, I, in fact, I know for a fact, that's why I can guarantee this, because I know people, <laughs> I know, I'm not going to say names, and I'm not going to know, I'm going to stop, I'm going to say I know people. And they have told me that 35 years ago, they were working on a contingency plan for if Iran ever tried to pull this shit or to cut it off, okay? It would literally last maybe two hours before they were obliterated. And I'm, that's not me talking through my hat. I'm telling you right now, we have a plan. We will obliterate them if they try that. It will be obliteration. It won't be a negotiation tactic. Tact, you know, we will obliterate Iran if they do that. I'm going to leave it at that. We will obliterate them. Well, and again, I think people don't understand that you've, you've got a president who's not a politician. I don't think I don't think Donald Trump is afraid for one moment, push comes to shove, to take the military off their leash. No, he's not. He's not afraid to do I it don't at all. I think he is. No. Where every other politician, going back and back and back till, I'll say World War II, has always used restraint and played to politics when it came to our involvement in conflicts. I know we didn't call some wars, so I'll, I'll go with conflicts. But Trump, he, he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't care, but he's not, he's not intimidated because he's not a politician. What every major power, whether it be Russia, China, United States, Britain, whoever, France, whoever it may be, uh, even some of the minor countries, like say Iran, for example, that had the resources to do it, they do dossiers on who the leader is of whatever country, 
they do a, a psychological breakdown of these people in a very in-depth study. Everyone does it. We do it. They do it. Everybody does it. Okay. And I can guarantee you the one thing they looked at Trump, and this is very true about him, he's very egotistical, and he never likes to lose. He always wants to win. They have, I tell you right now, Russia and China have figured out this guy isn't going to back down. Right. He's not, he's not going to back down. And I think right now that's the only reason Russia hasn't invaded Ukraine. Because I think they understand that Trump would intervene. The United States would intervene, which would probably lead to a third world war, but that's what would happen. You know, that's the only reason I think Ukraine is still around. And right now, you know, I think China was getting ready to take out Taiwan under Obama. And they, you know what I'm saying? And I think once they got Trump, they're like, eh, wait a minute now. This guy's got a big ego. He ain't going to play. You know, he's not going to roll over. And I think, I think there's a certain respect um, on the backside of things when it comes to Trump for foreign leaders. They know he's not going to back down. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, they, they figured yeah. it out. They did the dossier. They understand this guy's got a huge ego, the size of a house. He's not going to back down. That's what it boils down to. And we've talked about this before. This, the last time we had a president like this, to this extent, was Reagan. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because Reagan did some some bad, crazy shit that no one had ever done before. And he did it specifically to let his opponents know, you don't know what I'm going to do. Yep. He, and that was his... That was his and I don't know. I, don't, I think it was. I think it was after he was out of office. But I don't know what it was. I can't remember the interview. But basically, that was the premise behind firing the air traffic controllers. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, when they went on. The I yeah. I fired them for no other reason, because at that point people will think I'm crazy, and they don't know any better. You know, uh, the one I find hysterical is just moments prior to a press conference. He makes you nuts with the bombing start in five minutes. <laughs> People were freaking the fuck out. People were freaking the fuck out. He walked out. They hadn't started the press conference yet. And he's like, yeah, just so you guys know, give the heads up. Bombing starts in five minutes. You know, as a, you know, ha ha gotcha. You know, you want your opponents to think that you're just a tad bit unstable. Unhinged. Yep. Unpredictable. You know, and... Trump wants to know he's more than just a tad bit on the engine. He, he plays it off to his ego. He plays it off to never wanting to lose. You know, and I think sometimes his opponents misread those cues. They view those as weaknesses, and these are these are his strengths. Yep. And these are these are how he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna screw with you. You know, like I said, you know, he's we were all set to go to World War Three with North Korea, then all of a sudden we're sitting down at the peace table with them. You know, uh, he's he's beating the war drum with Iran, getting them getting fired up, talking talking smack. And this week, hey, let's get the top Let's have a beer. Let's have a beer. You bring beer, I'll bring a couple of virgins for you. You know, whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I, I. He won't go down to history as the greatest president, but that'll be a mistake. I think he, he has accomplished so many things. One, that no one thought he could accomplish. But two, things that no one thought anyone could accomplish. You know, the, the growth in the economy. Um, our, our last president for eight years barely moved the needle. Well, less than, 
less than 2% at any given time, and scoffed at the idea when Trump made the announcement during his campaign that he'd, you know, get up to whatever it was, four, three and a half, four, whatever it was, whatever he said, and the man's done it. The man's done it. Yep. You know, moved moved our embassy to Jerusalem, Jerusalem, where where it should be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's like putting the U.S. embassy here in Binghamton. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you have it in Binghamton? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, you want it in Washington D.C. where it's supposed You're, to be. All there, all that was for all those years, 30, 40, 50 years, was just trying to appease people who hate us and they're never going to like us anyway. See, that's it too. He, yeah. he knows. Yeah, they're he never going to hate us anyway. You get hate us anyways. I'm, I'm pissing off people that like me. Yeah. You think I'm going to care what I do to you? You know? Yeah. Christians elected me. You know what? I've been banging a porn star. So, you know, he yeah. just, he yeah. does things, he does things to piss off his friends. You think he's going to care what he does to upset your life, your apple cart? I think, I think we just got, we get, we got, a, we got a solid interest in two more years. And I think we got an interesting six more years to look at. Well, I uh, I have a different. But take. you have you have, I have you a have different a take on that. I, uh, you have a prediction. Uh, with all the stuff in the media and the, the, the anti-Trump stuff, I mean, everywhere you go, Yahoo, Google, whatever, it's all anti-Trump, anti-Trump, anti-Trump. The guy couldn't shit right. You know, he can't do anything right. Couldn't fly a kite the right way. Um, no matter what the numbers are, what, whatever's going on, uh, his personal life, whatever. Uh, I think because of health reasons, he may not be able to run in 2020. I have this funny feeling. He's going to be an old man. I mean, shit. Well, he's going to be 75 at the time, 76. He's not going to be a spring chicken. Um, but there's some good news. If he does run, and I, I hate saying this because I know who the Democratic nominee is. I'm going to make this announcement right now. Right now. I know it's going to be. It will not be Bernie Sanders. He will not run. <coughs> it will not be Hillary Clinton. Obviously, she will not run. It will not be George or... It will not be Andrew Cuomo. No. He is going to run, but it won't be him, thank God. But for the second time in the presidential race, back-to-back, New York will have the Democratic nominee. It will be Kristen, what's her name, Kristen Gillenbrand, Gillenbrand, who is the senator of New York State. This is a junior senator of New York State. Uh, Kristen Gillenbrand, Democrat, will be the Democratic nominee for 2020. She is of the Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders fold. Um, she was the prodigy uh, for Hillary Clinton, meaning that Hillary Clinton brought her mm -hmm. along, uh, gave her, uh, you know, gave her, the Clintons really supported her at one point, put it that way, and they still do. Uh, but she, full, she has the same philosophy as the Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren obviously has too much damage, so she won't go to run. It will be this woman. It will be uh, uh, Kirsten uh, Joan Brand of New York State. The senator will be the nominee for Democrats, and she is a very strong candidate. I'm going to tell you why. One, she loves the social programs. Two, she's kind of halfway on the gun control stuff. She kind of supports guns, and she kind of doesn't. Not like mm. uh, Cuomo, who's anti. You know, yeah. she's got she's got more of a grip on it. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, but she's a dangerous woman. She's beautiful too. Very good looking woman for her age. No doubt about it. You, you check out this woman. She's good-looking woman. The problem with this woman that scares me is she voted for a lot of bills in the, in the Senate um, that were very um, anti-constitutional. Even one Obama said he wouldn't sign, but he did anyway. Uh, in fact, he said he wouldn't sign it because he felt if there was a president after him that ever used 
the wording and the build away is worded it could be disastrous for America. Uh, he went back on his word because he got pushed by the Democratic Party, he signed it, and he did. Um, and basically, it's the <laughs> uh, it's the North American Detention Act, which basically says that the American the American soil can be considered as a battlefield. Which what would happen if that was ever considered? If the president came on the air and said, "All right." Uh, all of America is now a battlefield because of the wars or whatever. If that ever happened, your constitutional rights are suspended, which gives the military the right to arrest you and hold you indefinitely. And not even the Supreme Court in that instance can get you out. That's how effed up this bill is. And uh, she supported it wholeheartedly and she voted for it. Uh, she's a very scary woman in that absence. Um, the good news on that is uh, if Trump doesn't run, I think Nikki Haley, the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, U.N. ambassador, will run on the Republican side, and I think she would win the Republican nomination. And this would be the first time in history that we would have a female Republican nominee and a Democratic female nominee and how great duking would that it out. Be? That would be the best thing how ever. Great would that be? That would be the best thing ever because I think they're both. Look at this. Uh, this uh, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. She's no idiot. I've watched videos of her. Highly intelligent, uh, very smart, great answers. She's no dummy. But Nikki Haley isn't either. She's no. extremely smart, very good looking. It, it's going to be, and not that good looking has anything to do with it, but it's the perception on TV. Oh, yeah. Let me make sense because people always a social pig and all that. No, no, it's not because I'm a, I'm a pig. Okay, it's the fact that you have two beautiful people on TV duking it out. And unfortunately, the lower denominator among us. And humans, we the first thing we uh, we look at when we saw is attractiveness. Mm -hmm. How attractive? The first thing a man thinks. Now I don't, I can't say that's about a woman. I haven't read a study in a long time, but I know for a man, we look at a woman and say, like, "I would bang her. I wouldn't bang her." And that's what goes through our mind. Guys can deny all you want. We know from test after test after test after study after study after study, this is what we do, and that's what we do. Like, oh, I bang her, or I wouldn't bang her. That's how we judge people, and it sucks, but that's who we are, you know. And I think women are pretty much the same. You make a good. You know, you know, bear children. I think women look at men in the same way, and uh, this is why I think this would. You know, you have two beautiful people on stage, duking it out. They're both highly intelligent. They're attractive. They know what the hell they're talking about. This could be the race. 2020 could be God. the race of all races when it comes to president. And I don't know who would win that. I don't know. I just know I that don't. she is going to be the Democratic nominee. I know it. That's going to be the woman. That's going to be her. Mark my we'll words. Oh, I know. I don't need to see. I know what's going to happen. All right. All right. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Oh, let's talk about the Space Force. Space Force? What yeah, so I just started digging, and I wanted to do this like a month ago, and you, know, you got busy, and I got yeah. busy, and you got sick, and then you know, I had all kinds of troubles. All right. So, okay. So back on March 11th in 2018, this year, Fox breaks the news story about the Pentagon secret program to investigate UFOs. And has video of infrared camera from an F-18 and pilots on the air to tell their stories. And the former head of the Pentagon program as well on the air. Right. Okay, now remember I said this didn't happen randomly. No. Somebody right. picked up the phone from the Pentagon and said, yeah. look at get these guys on the air somewhere here at Fox. And they provided this material to Fox. Okay, there's no other way they could have got this stuff. Okay. This is March 11th. Yeah. March 13th, two days later, 2018, Trump brings up. A new space force or outer space. Two days later. I guarantee you, March 12th, they had a huge NASA security briefing about this. 
Pentagon was brought in. Had to start turning shit over to Trump. He started reading through shit. and said, holy shit, we have a problem here. We have a problem. Right? Okay. Fast forward. May 31st. More details from Fox than nobody else has. Released sea-based radar tapes to Fox. And the fact that the object stalked not one, but two aircraft carrier battle groups for nearly two full weeks. Multiple aircraft launched to intercept, and they never could catch it. Two full weeks was going on. They're fucking around with two aircraft We talked about that. We talked about that, yeah, too. For two weeks. Yeah. Okay. June 19th, 2018. Trump signs into law the new Space Force, making it officially a branch of the U.S. military with its own budget and resources. Okay, folks. Now, look at it. If you can't understand what's going on here, you're fucking retarded. Okay, you shouldn't, read the, you shouldn't listen to this program because you're fucking retarded. All right, I'm, I'm doing my uh, uh, family guy. Thing. Yeah, but seriously, it's right there in front of you. We have empirical evidence that this planet is being visited by at least one alien race. We have evidence that we take it so serious that we have to form a new branch in the military okay. to deal with it. You cannot be as blind as CNN on this. You simply can't. You, you can't do it. I'll, I'll give CNN a little credit. They did have some of this on their, uh, their news networks. Mm-hmm. They took about 5% of their time. The other 95% were Trump did this, Trump did, did that. that yeah. yeah. So I just had to get that out there. So, um, oh, I have some other news for you, too. I'm going to wait a little. I'm going to wait a little on that. But so anyway, uh, I just want to hit that again. Let people know where this is going. Uh just reviewed the Fox tapes from March 11th, then reviewed the news from March 13th, 2018, and then go to June 19th and connect the dots. Uh, any idiot can do this. You don't have to be an astrophysicist to understand what's going on here. So so back in the 70s, there was a program called the um, Project Blue Book. That was actually the 60s. Yes. Was it? Yeah. This is the late 60s. Every early, because I remember it. And... Yeah. Uh, Project Blue Book was released in paperback form in the 1970s. You get to read through the reports and that kind of thing. The uh, Project Condor was no, no, in the 1970s. No, television series. Oh, I'm sorry. Was, I thought, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, thought, was, I thought about the Air Force official. No, 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 I knew, no, I knew oh, that. Okay. There was a television series in early 70s when the UFO craze started to catch on called Project Blue Book. And they went through and they did the, you know, it was, it was probably the best way to explain to people that don't understand or want to Google it. This was kind of the, kind of the predecessor to the X Files. Okay. If you can imagine the X Files on a more strictly alien UFO level, that's kind of what it was. Um, they are rebooting the series. No kidding. Um, oh. I don't know if they're doing it with a more modern take, or if they're going to do it based on the original series and just with new camera techniques and actors things like that. But they're rebooting. The uh, Project Blue Book series, and I think it is, I want to say Netflix? Netflix or Hulu. It's one. It's going to be one of those. I have both. One of those, okay. one of those platforms is doing it as an original series. Awesome. That's so that should, be, that should be interesting, especially, especially now because of the way movies and TV shows are made. It's, it's really kind of fun. I, when we actually started watching a series, I can't remember if it's on Netflix, but it's called Ghost. Ghost, as in T-E-D, Ghost. It's got the dude uh, that played on uh, uh, The Office, uh, African-American gentleman, the musical. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, some other character who's a good actor, but it's really kind of funny. 
We yeah. actually enjoyed it quite a bit. You know, so good show. Check it out, folks. Made me laugh. Made me laugh. You know. Watch this great vampire movie the other night. It was European made. We made Heather watch it and she loved it. Um, can't remember the name of it, but it was on uh, Hulu and uh, it's under the vampire section. Um, and it's recent it, within the past three or four years. Mm-hmm. Very good movie. Two female, two female vampires. It was just really, really good put together. There was a few flaws in it that I could easily, you know, pick apart if I wanted to. But overall, the quality and the story was really, really good. So, huh. a good movie. Was that on Netflix? Uh, Hulu. Oh, yeah. Um, what else going on? Uh-huh. And the younger, uh, of course, the younger vampire female was hot. 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 Yeah, you don't want ugly. No, you want hot. You just want redhead. Yeah, I would think the redheads would be hot. Yeah. You don't want them to sparkle, but you don't want them to be ugly either. Yeah, so. right, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Don, what else has Don been up to? I don't know. Between Don and, like I said, it's, it's not even so much about Trump anymore. It's just watching what everyone else is doing. It's just crazy. Just crazy. Um, oh, the whole Russian thing when he went over to Russia. Well, the Russia, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was going on. You know, and Rand Paul came out in support of him, and I agree with Rand Paul's position. And John McCain said, (laughs) Rand Paul's in cahoots with the Russians, too. And they're like, come on, John McCain, man. I look at the cancer's eating your brain, dude. Fucking retire, dude. Just fucking retire. And again, I'm not. Fuck. (laughs) Jesus. Isn't there something that just came out about John McCain? Bunch of of redacted stuff that they'd. Unclassified and let out about McCain, and I told you he's, he's responsible for some fire on a fire on a ship that killed a bunch of he's, sailors, he's, and he's he actually was a rat <laughs> bastard traitor. I told you, I, I told know you. that. I know <laughs> that. I'm just saying it's out there now. Yeah. It's just, you know, at least have the truth. Let the guy be dead. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ, people. But um, yeah, it's just just watching. You know, uh, what else did I see? Oh, they, uh, Hogue. Haven't heard a lot from David Hogue. Hog, Hogue, Hog, whatever. Um, but I found this one funny. Uh, about a month and a half ago, there was a young girl on a college campus that had her college graduation pictures done while she was in possession of a AR-10, which is... Smith and Wesson's version of the AR-15 um, caused a lot of controversy that should be on campus and had that with her pictures and things like that. So, so she threw down a challenge to Mister Mister Hog Hog um, to an arm wrestling competition. <laughs> <laughs> to get me this shit up, and uh, so I guess this past week she kind of she kind of hunted him down to kind of set up that she'd be in the same vicinity. Yeah. Today. And she challenged him, like, right there on the street. Like, come on, I'm here, you're here, let's arm wrestle. Let's do this. And basically ran away from it. It was too funny. So they, he's, he managed his name back in the news. But, um, yeah. Supreme Court, uh, Ninth District, which is usually a liberal view. Because it's, it's one that's out of California, right? They um, was hearing a case out of Hawaii about the uh, Second Amendment and what it meant, what it didn't mean. And uh, their ruling is that the Second Amendment is a... 
The Second Amendment does grant a citizen the right to open carry without a permit. Yes, I saw that. Um, I was surprised by the fact that it was the Ninth Circuit, because usually, like I said, usually they have a more, you know, left liberal lean on things. Um, but that was a huge victory, you know, to, to have that ruling. Yeah. On top of what the Supreme Court's already ruled. Um, you know, again, I, but I think, again, they're, they're pushing it. <coughs> they're pushing it to local municipalities to do their own thing. I haven't heard much about those. Uh, Michigan, Connecticut, I know I've been messing with people and saying, you know, if you live in our town, give them up. You know, interesting. Thanks, interesting. Yeah, well, I I think a lot of those cases once they go to court will be thrown out. Yeah, you, you, a, a town cannot. But it's the kind of jurisdiction. But it's so. damage that can be done in the meantime. Right, but it yeah. it will get rejected. But it actually, in a way, it might be damage that's done in the meantime. But in the long run, it'll be kind of better off because then the law will be the law. The Supreme Court will say no, you can't do that, and it won't be trying well, to get anywhere else. True. You see what I'm saying? So in a way, it's kind of a good thing that those well, things do happen. I would be pissed if I'm the one that just lost <laughs> several thousand dollars worth of firearms that I would not be getting back. <laughs> Probably not getting compensated right. for when it was ruled. Well, there's always someone's got to be the guy that takes the day. Well, <laughs> do not come to this town because it'll be issues. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so I don't. It's. I don't know. There's, there's, like, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of background noise no one's listening to. Um, still a lot of distraction going on. Uh, keeping keeping our eyes on the shiny bobble instead of what's actually happen, happening around on a daily basis. I, uh, I actually have a viewpoint on this leftist social shit that's going on and the... Yeah. And our children <laughs> being influenced by it, and uh, it's it's really out there. Okay, this is this is far out. This is farther left field than the socialists. I mean, I'm going to go way out in the field. Uh, but you know what my research into abductions sure. and the hybrid program and the hybrid program and all that other stuff that I've talked about. Um, the society um, that these these entities uh, originate from and come from and have as much more of a socialist communist type of society uh, and I believe that hybrids hybrids are now on the planet um, in different positions uh, and maybe in a position to start influencing things and because of that um, maybe the thought process uh, of the human race is starting to change you know it's affecting how we think what we think is acceptable wasn't acceptable and uh, moving the society closer and closer uh, to a socialist communist type of system do you know what I'm saying you're mm -hmm. kind of where I'm going with this uh, so I have some concerns that the current trends aren't uh, and it sucks because I can't I can't go on Facebook and say you know and people are like oh shit Jeffy fell off his rocker because they don't they don't come from they don't come from the research I come from. They don't see. They don't know. Right. You know. They don't know the facts. Not that they're ignorant people. Is that they, you know, no one has time to research this shit like I do. I mean, right. I've done this for thirty years, so they don't know. Um, what time is it? Ten after one. We're okay. Good. Yeah, we're hour ten minutes in. Okay. Uh, well, I did another shot because I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about something I never talked about before. 
Tonight's tonight. I'm gonna do it. Alright. Mm, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, we get we know what's oh, different. Was that different? No. What's up different? What we got? Now we get the bucket. Break out the bucket. Well, I just found something here. Ooh, what's that? Amaretto. Let's do amaretto. There we go. Is that part of the bucket? It was on the floor, so I'm assuming oh. so. There we go. All right. All right. So here is uh, Amaretto Gozio. Is that because has got? It's got even a, a dagger or a sword for one of the letters. Actually, it's kind of neat. Uh, yeah. Premium specialty. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think you bought this one. I, I could have. That might have been like that. It wasn't part of the original bucket. I think okay. I had this one a long time really? ago. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Swimming with aliens. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. Actually, went down really easy. It's not bad. It's not the smoothest hammer I've had. But, but it um, went down easy. It's not bad. All right. Um, so... Something I've never talked about before, ever, and I can't believe I'm about to do this. Um, I'm going to tell you about the first time I rode on a UFO. True story. Okay. Right. <laughs> I know you're laughing, right? This is crazy. Uh, you know this really happened? No, no, listen, listen. All right, listen. listen, I'm listening. So, I may have mentioned once before that I had off the air. I don't think I ever did this on the air. But I had disappeared a few times as a child. Factual stuff. No, I don't think we've talked about this off the air either. Okay. So this is all yeah. new. This is all new, my folks. Mom, this is fact. My mom can back this up. Okay. 100%. My father could too, who's still alive today, but I actually disappeared. And uh, there were, we lived in Appalachian on Detter Road. It was called Van River Road, uh, last house on the left. And uh, one particular time I went missing, I think it was four years old. Um, it was during the day, middle of the day. It was like a Monday or Tuesday. My father was at work. And my mother called the fire department who in turn called the police. The police showed up um, and uh, the entire <laughs> Appalachian Fire Department and uh, neighbors, and it was a huge man search for me. I was missing it. Okay, I think I have heard this, okay. Yeah, and uh, anyway, I remember as a little boy sitting, uh, I was up in the air and I was on a craft and I remember beings that weren't human um, vaguely, I just know they were maybe my height, maybe a little taller. Um, not like a, I can't say they're really grayish, more tan, but they had, uh, you know, the big black eyes and all that. Right. But anyway, I remember looking out this, and I don't know if it was a view screen like you see in Star Trek or it's actually a window, but I remember seeing my street and I could see all these people and these trucks and everything. And it was obviously, it was, you know, people are like, and I, I remember saying to him, I have to go home. And I heard a voice in my head said, we'll take you home soon. You know, and I said, well, everyone's worried about me. And they said, don't worry, we'll, we'll bring you home, you're safe, and da 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 I remember waking up inside the shed in my backyard, which was directly behind the house, which would have been the first place anyone would have looked. All right. And I remember an older gentleman coming by and going, he's right here. How the hell could you miss him? He's right here. You know, um... And apparently, I had been missing for five hours, mm -hmm. you know, or, three, or four or five hours, I don't remember correctly. Four or five hours during that first time. But that was the first time uh, that I remember being on a craft um, overlooking my neighborhood. True story. True story. True story. Um, 
later in life, again, uh, I don't think I ever talked about this. Things recording. I'm not going to be able to run for any kind of office at this point. I remember uh, one night uh, I was uh, sleeping. I, my parents, we had the same house. I was probably 12 years old. I finally had a room to myself. Before that, me and my brother shared a room. And my sister had a room. She was the only girl in the house. It was a three-bedroom house, like two older brothers. And my father finally built two rooms in the basement for my older brothers. And so they got their own rooms. I had my own. And I remember one night, she uh, had to be about between 12 and 2, I don't know, you know, but it was late because I know everyone else was sleeping in the house. And I heard this, this bang, like something falling in my room next to where the, the door was that came into the room. And then as I'm coming out of my sleep, I'm thinking, well, what the hell could that have been? And I, I was thinking I, I, I was a messy kid at times, and I, I remember I had something on top of the dresser. It was a dresser next to that door. And I was thinking that something fell over. Mm -hmm. On that dresser, he just randomly, you know how things just happen to fall right. And uh, and then slowly, as I'm coming to my senses, I'm like, no, my mother made me clean my room that very day. And I cleaned off that dresser, there was nothing to fall. Then I started a little bit worried. You know, you're a little boy, you're 12 years old, you start to freak out a little. And I heard some kind of breathing. It wasn't like no breathing, it was like a deeper like a deeper type mm -hmm. of breathing like that. And I was really freaked out. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? And I remember I was facing out the room and I had a window right next to the bed so there was some moonlight and it was light coming in the room, but not enough. But my eyes were starting to adjust. Right. And I heard, and I had a hardwood floor, I heard pity pat feet. Uh -huh. We had no cats, you know, uh -huh. coming towards the bed. I, and I couldn't move. Right? I couldn't scream. Right. Nothing oh, would come out. Right and the last image I have is this this thing being right right up next to my face and big black eyes. And I uh, I blanked out. And that I woke up the next morning. I didn't remember anything the night before. I just knew I was terrified. It was daylight. The day was, but I was terrified. And I could hear the rest of my family out in the kitchen. Breakfast being made, and I was terrified. And it was it was on a weekend, and I was terrified, and I, I couldn't get out of my bed. I was afraid something was gonna grab me from underneath the bed. And I remember finally getting enough courage that I leaped out of bed, ran to whipped open that door, ran down to the kitchen, sat down for breakfast, and I immediately thought I'm gonna tell my mom everything. Then I stopped because I remember I was allowed to stay up that night, and we watched a movie. It was like the invasion of the ants or whatever. You right. know, the 50s movie. And I'm like, shit, if I tell them that, oh, I'll yeah. never be able to watch that, another that movie. That going away. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never be able to stay up and watch another movie. You know, so I shut my mouth. Funny thing happened. My mother was making pancakes. I'll never forget it. She had a white robe on. She was making pancakes. And my father was sitting at the end of the table. And she goes, Joe, you wouldn't believe the craziest dream I had last night. And now I'm like, my curiosity is yeah, pink. I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? And my father used to sleep on the couch because my mom, we had this water bed. And she had a water bed and she always kept it really hot. My father couldn't sleep on it. He drove me nuts. He'd sleep on the couch. And she goes, I woke up in the middle of the night. There was a blue light streaming in the room. And there was all these little skeleton things around the bed. They were trying to get me on the bed. And she was, I was trying to scream at the top of my lung for you to come and help me. But nothing would come out. Nothing would come out, Joe. And, uh, my father's like, ah, oh, you're just dreaming, chilling, or whatever. 
And she goes, well, look at these marks. She had actually marks on her arms. And I'll never forget, she had marks on her arms, you know. And my father goes, oh, well, you probably scratch yourself in your sleep. You know, see, he wasn't very salty earth type of guy. Right. You know, but I'll never forget that. That's a very, very true story. True stuff. Neat. Yeah, and I think that's what led to my, my oh, sure interest. Those kind of, you know, those kind of events. You know, and then later in life, I told the yeah, story before yeah. about me and my buddy, I was 14, and we saw the object together at 2 o'clock in the morning, and you know, scared out of our wits. And, um, I think that triggered things where I really got involved and, mm -hmm. you know, did a lot of research into it. So, well, yeah, my life cool. running for mayor is now shot to shit. But anyway. Well, maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'll tell you what, it's probably more, those kind of stories are probably more acceptable and commonplace now than they have been. Oh, yeah, you couldn't, tell, you couldn't tell the story 10 years ago. No, no, no. no, no, no. From the off the rocker. But this brings up an interesting other fact today. Okay. And uh, I think I may have identified, and I already wrote this person an email, a human, alien, hybrid, hybrid, currently living on planet Earth. They made an uh, amazing discovery, wrote an incredible paper. It's published all over the place. You know, scientific journals and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it is the talk of the physics world right now. And uh, I was reading, before I saw a picture of this person, I actually read some of the article. I'm like, oh, that's pretty far out stuff. I mean, could this woman actually achieve something Einstein couldn't? Not that being a woman's a bad thing, not saying that. Right. I'm saying, like, wow, a woman's going to achieve something Einstein didn't. You know, this would be a huge hit for, you know, uh, women, you know, I mean, like, this is this is it, you know, this is a major, um, her name is Cole Furry, uh, she is a physicist, whatever, a PhD, you know, uh, Cambridge College, I think, mm -hmm. same place that, uh, you know, she was, you yeah. know, as, uh, what's his name there, the guy just passed away, Hawkins, Hawkins yeah. you know, uh, highly intelligent, but when I saw her picture, I almost fell on my fucking chair today. Yeah. Oh my! If there was a fucking human hybrid out there, this is what this person would look like. Not that she, not that she's ugly or anything like that. I'm just talking about the eye structure, uh, the way the hair is, uh, the bone structure of the body, and, and the facial features. No doubt in my mind <laughs> about this woman. So I wrote her email today. <coughs> And uh, I was I was very nice. And look it, this is gonna sound nuts. <laughs> this is sound crazy. Yeah. But this is my name, and I've been researching this particular field for you know thirty plus years. Uh, let me give you a brief uh, you know, psychosis of you know what I've been doing. I said <coughs> um, I've been investigating alien abductions, and I got I said please don't hit the delete button at this time. Please keep reading. <laughs> So I went down, and I, I finally got to a bunch of questions I wanted to ask her, you know, and I, I put the questions in there, and I uh, sent the email. The email came back as unknown, which is funny, because I got her email address actually off Cambridge, you know, University's mm -hmm. website. Um, <coughs> but she is in all the, all the papers right now. Uh, Cole Furry. So check her out. Cole. F-U-R-E-Y, and her first name is C-O-H-L. Uh, highly brilliant, just brilliant person, just absolutely brilliant. <coughs> Um, and it wasn't just the brilliance, but the way she looked at uh, the questions uh, that she was trying to answer, uh, the way she was deducting things, but was the physical attributes as well. 
Okay. I know I'm boring the hell out of you. No, you're not. I'm, I'm just saying, I think I found a freaking alien hybrid. You should in, stop. I'm thinking just about 10% of the way Can't eat that way at night. So, so do you, in your opinion, you probably have no way to know, I'm just saying, in your opinion, do you think these, these hybrids are unaware of their status? I think the... Because don't you think they would want to kind of lay low? Well, here's... Well, let me... I didn't really... That's a good question. I'm going to give that to you in a minute. Remind me if I okay. do. Okay. Right. I couldn't find a birth date for this woman. I couldn't find any information uh, where she came from, where she was born, any of that information today. And I researched it extensively. doesn't mean it's out, not out there and it's haven't found it yet, but I can't verify who she is. Okay. Um, I can verify she had a PhD. I can do that. But before that, where'd she go to high school? You know, where she go to grade school? Where was she born? What was her father's name? You know, what did he, her father do? What did her mother do? I can't find any of that information. Which in today's day, all that shit's right at your fingertips. Especially with that name. That's not... Yeah. It's not like it's a common name. Yeah. You know, she's not American, obviously. Right. You know. But the point being is I can't find any information which just it strikes me as odd. Right. Um, so I add that in the equation. Now, when it comes to do you think they're aware or not aware? I would say the ones in the higher arc you know, the, the higher order of things are aware. Um, I don't think if she is a, a hybrid, I don't think she's aware. Uh, how can I put this? Uh, they're, they're programmed. Abductees are programmed, too. They're, they're programming. It's done to them. They have chips in them, and it does different things. We don't know what the chips do, obviously, but it's a sense of programming. And I think she's programmed. There's a possibility, not saying she is, and I'm not trying to uh, uh, take away from any of her achievements or anything of that nature if I'm completely wrong. I'm not trying to do that at all. I'm just saying I have a hunch. Okay. It doesn't mean the hunch is right. Yeah. I'm wrong a lot of times. I was married once. God knows how much wrong I was. So <laughs> so I could be wrong, but uh, this is someone I am trying to get in touch with currently. Okay, so there's another thought. So do you think... See, now I'm thinking that if you know, she's not aware, there's other people that are, I'm thinking the hybrids are being, I'm going to say monitored for lack of a better word. So I would think any hybrid that's getting ready to go off the reservation with a new discovery or something so dramatic, they would kind of put the kibosh. No, no, uh, they want that. But that's what I'm going to say. Do you think... You think they're letting this out now to justify some of the technological advancements we're looking at happening in the next five years? Yeah, they're, what they're doing, I think, is. I mean, it's stuff that we've slowly, had around probably for decades. Well, you brought the politics. But okay, they're slowly. Is she the slow leak? Yeah, they're infiltrating our society, and it's not going to be like a night to day change. Okay, you're seeing it slowly over time. And this is more evidence of it. These leaks slowly coming out. This information slowly coming out. The evolution of how the thought process is you know, achieved, mm -hmm. not just in the United States, but around the world, how we think about you know, social issues and acceptance and a world, one world order. You know, President Bush seen it. He used to talk about, you remember, you're old enough. Mm -hmm. One world order, over and over, a thousand points of light. One world order, over and over and over up to one world order. Even back then, the process was we want to get to a point where it's a one world government. You know, where society 
works as a whole instead of against each other. And okay, granted, it makes a lot of sense. If you think about it, okay, but here's here, let me finish. If you think about it, okay, say you didn't have war anymore or famine and mm -hmm. any more shit, mm -hmm. and you could take your entire planet resources and focus on one issue at a time, you would eliminate that issue instantly. Whatever it may be, you would eliminate it because you had all your resources at, at task. The second thing is, the, there's, but there's always a drawback to something of a society like that. You lose that personal freedom that you and I enjoy, that, that constitutional rights that we enjoy. And I think that's part of the assault from the left right now, is that thought processes when you put into our system, is those individual rights eventually, for society to be like this, that has to go away. You can't have a constitution and have a society like that at the same time. It just won't work. You can't have an individual. You have to have, almost like a robot. Okay, everyone will be happy. Everyone will be taken care of, but everybody will know their place. And that's what we're telling. Everybody will know their place, and they'll know what they're supposed to do. There won't be this like, well, yeah, I'm a carpenter today, but I want to change jobs, and I want to be an electrician. No, 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 no. You're a carpenter. That's what you're going to do. That's your job. There's no other job for you. You're the carpenter. I mean, I'm using that as a simplistic right. you know, thought process, but that's the whole point. You know, the, the whole idea behind this type of society is everyone would know their place, and everyone would know their job. And there would be no really individualism anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, and again, I guess thing is, you can see because the the whole one world or especially Bush and all that. But you've got you've got douchebags working towards that goal. You got you know you got the you don't have I don't feel you have honorable people working towards that goal. The Rothschilds and the, the, whoever you got the ones that own all the wealth, ones that own the companies, ones they want they want one world order, but they want it to be under their rule. Yeah, but that, that type of one world order is different than what I'm talking about. Right, that's called an industrialization one world where it's about profit and self gain for the people at the top. This is not that. This is something completely different. This is this is a, a race. There is still going to be like levels, obviously. But this is a race that has a common goal, a, you know, and a, a common wow. and a thought, a thought process, right. almost like a, a bee like hive mentality. Okay, uh, it's 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 scary. I mean, to me, it's scary. So you know, I, and I would propose that you can, you should be able to achieve those goals if you follow the constitution. Think, think about it, think about it. If, if, if the, if the, if the focus was on individual rights and personal liberty and things like that, and that's what we, we, we forced people to live by those rules. That, you know, you've got to, you've got to take responsibility, you know, these kinds of personal responsibility, things like that. Eliminate the welfare state. You gotta take responsibility. You gotta take responsibility to get a job, pay your bills, feed your family, whatever the case is. Right. You've got to you know you could you, you're free to worship, but you're not free to kill because of that worship. So if you want to be Muslim, that's great, but you can't. 
your religion can't supersede basic human rights. Yeah, that's okay. And this this is the difference. I just don't. I know what you're saying. This is different. I'm just yeah, saying this, my view of what right. this should be. Right. Well, I understand it, but I'm just saying what I think, what I believe. Right. Whatever's but, view is. The aliens. Right. Their view is there's going to be no religion. Right. Goodbye. And I get that. Yeah. There's going to be no welfare because if you don't want to work, you'll just die. They'll kill you. Um, if you're not a productive member of society, it wasn't be like, oh, you know, Anvil's going to be an electrician today. Well, let's give him a little time to think about it. No, right. Anvil, no, and I get that. It will be eliminated. I mean, like, it's pure. Okay. The best way to put this is these beings, the, the ones at the top and the ones below directly below them, don't really have much emotion right. thing at all. They're very, they're like Mr. Spock. Okay, that's a, okay. they're Vulcans. Let me put it this way. Pretend they're Vulcans, okay? So everything is in a very logical way. All right, so what would you do if, and I've said, had this argument with Heather before, and she's deaf, and this is a very touchy subject because she's disabled. And I say, look, in a logical society, if you want to achieve the maximum efficiency, <coughs> unfortunately, as sick as it sounds, you do what Hitler would do. You take out all the handicapped people, you take out as many old people who can't produce as you can. You you, you understand what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. And, right. and, and as you were saying about that. They would do the same thing. Right. right. What I'm saying, in my, in my view, there's a third option. There's a third version of the plan that is more, shall we say, geared towards Gene Roddenberry's version of how it should be, which is Star Trek. It's, Star, it's, that, it's that world of Star Trek where they've eliminated... The negative things in society, at least on Earth, they've, they've taken it out to the stars with them, and they're messing with the shit out there. But as far as Earth's concerned, they've taken away the power, they've taken away starvation, they've taken away, you know, climate change. They've taken, and they've created this one-world government. But it's it is based on individual freedoms and individual liberty and things like that. I'm saying there there should be a third option. It's a great idea, but in my world, I'm looking at the third option, not not the douchebags running it, not the aliens running it. But. Right. Well, no. Hey, I'm not. I'm not advocating. <laughs> no, I know you're not. I'm not I know advocating I'm just saying, aliens running shit. I'm just saying, in my opinion, this is what. The yeah, and I get that. Is, no, I get that. You know? I get that. I and just, it may take a hundred years, but this is the right. angle. You know, my opinion, anyway. You know, I get. I'm just saying from. Yeah, I just. The, the good thing about this end goal, in my opinion, with the hybrids here and that kind of thing, is that uh, I really don't think they would allow us to destroy the planet, meaning with nuclear weapons. You, you understand? I, yeah. don't, I don't think that would be allowed because the planet's needed for other uh, purposes, uh, and human, the human race won't be allowed to destroy it with nuclear radiation that would you know, lead to parts of the planet for millions of years, basically, oh. uninhabitable. So... There, there is a plus. <laughs> there is a plus to end unless, unless they've got a workaround for that. And yeah, well, yeah. Well, maybe they just need that to is, eliminate a lot yeah. of the population. Send in the denuclearization <laughs> crews. All right. Yeah. Plant a button. You reduce the population. <laughs> that's the way to do it. You know, that's. Well, a lot of people say that's what war is. It's, well, you know, everybody's worried about the super volcano on their Yellowstone. I haven't seen anything uh, yeah. about that. I don't think we'll see it. I don't. I, there's no inkling in my mind at all that anything bad will happen. Maybe a small explosion, but not the one that's. You know, they keep saying it's overdue by, you know, forty thousand years. That's not true. If you look at the other three eruptions and then do out the 
the mathematical equation mm -hmm. of called it's something called you know you know adding the numbers yeah. and and doing the average you know real simple process you don't you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand we're actually about eighty thousand years to one hundred thousand years away from it not overdue actually away from it right you know so I don't not worried about it in the least bit. well you know there's anything can happen yeah but that's not gonna happen asteroid I'm not. Yeah, asteroid. Hey, Andrew. At some point, we are going to hit by asteroids. Yeah. At some point, the super volcano will happen. Yes. There's certain things that we can count on. We know will happen. And asteroid hitting the planet, yes, is more likely going to happen at some point. You know, so. Big one. Yeah, could be. Big one. That just folks. I mean, and that's, you know, if you think about it, this whole idea of aliens invading the planet is other horse shit. And I never believed that. I'll tell you why. Because it'd be so simple to achieve most of the goals you want. By a simple process, if you're an advanced alien race and you get here from there, here from there, there to here, all that shit, you can easily redirect an asteroid. And if you wanted to wipe out a large portion of the population, you can avoid it. You would just, so you invade it, you would just have an asteroid hit the planet. Right. You could rearrange asteroids, you would hit it. So you wouldn't have to do this whole fight in the military bullshit and everything else. You understand? I mean, like, no, I to me, I mean, these idiots to worry about alien invasion, you're like, are you dumb? I mean, don't be stupid. I mean, come on. I mean, use your use your little five percent of your brain you're using and use it and think logically for a minute. It, it makes no sense. It's not logical. It simply isn't logical. No, and that's the way I would do it. The way I would do it if I wanted to invade a society and take over society slowly and replace the human race its current genetic code the way it is now with a more upgraded version of it, I do exactly what I believe is going on right now. Right. The slow process. You had the, the the first you had the hybrids back starting out in the late forties and early fifties, mm -hmm. and then uh, they got looking more and more human, and then those uh, they started interacting uh, more with the human beings and having more offspring, and those offspring looked even more human, and now those those hybrids are down here and they're mating with regular humans, so they you know, made of a quarter DNA or maybe forty percent of alien DNA, but now they're mating with full bred humans and. Those babies are popping out, and they have human DNA, but they also have alien DNA. That's the new generation. That generation is being born right now, as of ten years ago. Some of these kids are probably around ten years, ten years old now at this point. To me, that's amazing. I mean, it's fucking it amazing is. to me. You know? I I agree hundred percent. This generation, the generation coming up right now, the generation that Connor's in, that's the generation. You know, to me, that's going to change. It'll be the major change. And right now, you know, people are worried about different things. And we've talked about the program before. You know, there are labs out there, not in America, in other countries, that they are being paid by very rich people, mostly millionaires and some billionaires, uh, to change the genetic code of their children by still in the womb. Right. We, we have that capability now. These kids will be born smarter and stronger mm -hmm. than regular humans. So you had that all going on, too. This is a look. You may not be around in thirty years. I hope to be. You know, I mean, you'll be eighty, what, eighty-five, some shit like that. Thanks for that. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm 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 realistically, I'll be. You know, thirty years from now, I may. I'll be at towards doors. Thirty days from now might be a tough, tough right. one to make. So yeah, I exactly. You. But thirty years from now, I'll be. I'll be close to my death end. I'll be 75, 76 years old. Okay. And I believe I will see those those adults, the older adults at that point. You know, society, and I think society would be completely different than it is today. It'd be run by a, a class system. Either way, either it would be through these aliens mm -hmm. or through our own genetic fucking around. 
either way, it's not going to be what it is today. There will be a hierarchy system, in, you know, within the world. My opinion. I, I just want to agree. And fucking Connor will be washing um, fucking floors with a mop. <laughs> running a Boy Scout group. <laughs> Come on, you're the regular humans. Come with me. Hi, Brad Scouts. Hubert, Hubert Scouts. It's the Hubert Troop over there. <laughs> they get on the flying cars and shit. <laughs> we get the boats, the rowboats. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Jesus. No, I think you're right. I think, I think there's, I think changes. Even even if you look at recent history, I mean, just our our technological advances are coming so quick now, so quick now that uh, yeah, you 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 can't argue. You can argue about climate change and everything else, but you can't argue the fact that. Where we're going to be in five years, we would have never thought we'd be there in 15. True. You know, um, you think about, you know, just the, just the jump since we, you know, moved into the 21st century. Uh, technology and health and surgical procedures and what we can do and what we can't do and Mapping, you know, the human genome and making these changes, and Trump being president—it's there's there's a lot of things going on, and just making, you know, quantum leaps forward. If you look at the uh, some of the published articles about the Olympic Committee, for example, uh, that uh, handle uh, the drug aspect, the drug inspections, and the, the drug testing for all the Olympic uh, athletes, and their their concern is no longer drugs; it's oh. genetics. Because yeah. it's something they can't track. They can't, There's they, no they way for them to track it, no and that's what out. their biggest worry is, because they know it's right, literally right around the bend. They know it already. It's right there. We're at that threshold. That's where we're at. You know, there was, what, back in 2000, what was it, 2007, 2006, and we talked about what show, uh, the first uh, cloned human baby, mm -hmm. and of course, it's still a secret to this day who that is. Um, we know what's happening. We know what's going on. We know. No, and I think you we're, know, we're foolish not to have that idea. No matter how cynical it might be, I think, I think cynicism's a healthy thing. Skepticism's a healthy thing, um, and not to live in denial. So, oh, that's not possible. We won't do that, or what is that true? Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know, um, between black out programs and private you know, funding laboratories mm -hmm. and, you know it can be very good but it has also potential to be very very bad, bad. if you want to know how bad it can get rent the human centipede <laughs> parts one and two that'll give you an idea just how far off the track things can go south park did an episode the Human Centipede, have yeah. you seen the movies? No, I, oh, it's not my, I don't oh want to make God. me sick. It'll make me sick. I can't oh, wait. they are just, not my thing. they are, the first one. No, don't tell me. The first one was kind of, <laughs> is kind of interesting, kind of bizarre, but then they did the second movie, follow up to it, just off the rail. Just <laughs> off, <laughs> uh, it wasn't possible, I didn't think it was possible, but off the rail. Um, so yeah, Human Centipede, that's, uh, that's. That is the opposite end of the spectrum of where things can go right and wrong. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, we've watched, a lot of them have been watching some movies, uh, especially like uh, paranormal things, and uh, both documentaries as they are, and actual movies they've made, like Blair Witch movies, or they uh, do the first person perspective. And they go into a house, they find, they find the video, no one's in the house, and they find the video, that's all they find. Just crazy stuff. I just thought people are crazy. They're crazy. crazy. We just watched one last night, England. Guys in England moves into a house, tearing things. He's a he's a filmmaker or some crazy crap like that. And, uh, places haunted, tearing things. Things moving, doors opening. Yeah, they show a you know hooded figure showing up. And I was looking at a lot of him. Like really, just, I'm telling you, this is not a good situation. So they <laughs> get to the end of the movie. Things are getting really crazy. And he goes upstairs and he goes in his bedroom and there's just like this body-sized lump under the bed he just made. And as he gets closer, the lump kind of, you still don't see it. You just yeah. see the covers. The lump sits up and kind of moves towards him. And I'm like, I said, do you understand how bad that'd be? There'd be, there'd be two holes in that thing right now. <laughs> I would have drawn and fired on that freaking thing right now. And then I just laughed. I said, that's, I said, that's why you carry it in the house. And then uh, a couple scenes later, it's at night, you know, the whole thing. And then he walks in the bathroom and all of a sudden there's a green light and the shower lights up and there's a hand against the curtain. Another situation. There'd be a whole lot of mess in that. It'd be, it may just be the curtain shot to shit and the holes in the wall. But I would not just stand there and look at that thing. I would have shot that thing by now. Hope for the best. You know, but uh, those movies and then documentaries are funny. We, uh, we were watching a documentary, uh, Ch Chad, can't think of his last name, does a bunch of this stuff, he's, uh, he's a paranormal investigator, does the movies, uh, he did a movie with uh, the dude from Paranormal State, did, did a movie with him on uh, his house, the Penn Paranormal State guy's house, Chad, I can't think of his last name right now. Chadwick or Chad Carl or something like that. So he's done a couple. Of, so he did this one in Australia. So apparently in Australia there's a there's a island that they had. Uh, it was a prison island for a while, and then it was industrial things like that. Of course, Eli doesn't always have a sense of humor. Like she doesn't. She's changed for a second because when we first started going on, she kind of tolerated the the locker room humor on things. Not so much tower night. I just get, I just get, the, I just get the, the eyeballs and stare. So, the island's called Cockatoo Island. No, okay. right. So, so the guys go, oh, and, and the penal colony on Cockatoo Island. And I'm like, he said cockatoo. <laughs> he said penal. <laughs> and I just looking at me. Is this a gay movie? <laughs> so I just get the eyeballs. <laughs> I want to investigate cockatoo. <laughs> and uh, so the problem was that uh, these these investigators, the uh, West Sydney Paranormal Research, had actually captured a full body apparition. Hmm. So I'm thinking, when you say apparition to me, I'm thinking like one of the shadow figures, or it it looks like a person, but it's. Translucent, you know what I'm saying? 
So they show the video. They get to the show. They finally get to show in the video. I hate these things. They look. They drag on forever until they show you the video. So basically, camera's supposed to be set up in this officer's house. And no one's supposed to be on the island now. There's some camping way on one side that they allow and things like that. And uh, basically, it's filming. And all of a sudden, you just see this thing kind of lean into a doorway. Mm -hmm. Like, leans out from behind a doorway and then back in. So I look at it, and I'm like, really? First of all, it, looked like, it did look like an alien. And like, I was like, that's an alien. They got aliens on the island. <laughs> you know, um... To me, it looked like someone that was in a uh, one of those stretchy, full body suits that like covers everything. The head, everything. can't really make out joints or starts and stops where the body is and stuff. But it definitely, to me, it definitely looked like a person. It looked like a solid figure. Cast a shadow, things like this. And uh, so this is the premise of the movie that they were, you know, it wasn't CGI, blah, 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 blah. And, um... But it's funny because no human can move like that. What the? What the? You haven't seen what, Jeffy what, move. What the? What the? What the freak are you talking about? <laughs> what the freak are you talking about? No human moves like that. You know they just say those kind of things. I just, I am. I tell you, unless unless it's something Lonnie and I have come across or someone I know that I have confidence isn't full of shit. Right. I'm the huge skeptic there is. Like I was that I said. That's bullshit. That they didn't even try to make it look. It looked like a person. Right. Ducked out, came back. Ducked out. Came back. Eventually, and, and he he goes in and he starts to debunk this, and he starts ripping into the, the team and picking them apart about you know lies he's caught him in this that. So uh, the final the final few minutes of the show is like oh I had this guy that does CGI for Transformers and. Marvel Studios, and he said there's no way that was CGI, and he couldn't replicate it. And uh, he also said he doesn't, no human move that. That's not a human either. No human move that way. Like, what do you mean, no human move that way? Someone was behind that thing. They stuck out a third of their body for two seconds and pulled it back in. I'm not sure why you don't think a human moves that way. <laughs> so. I just, and I guess I brought this up because we're supposed to be doing paranormal stuff along with other things, but. No, it's exactly. This is, this is, these kind of things, and I just, I don't know, but it was just that it was, when it came right down to it, this documentary was no more ridiculous to me in the long run than the one with the guy in England seeing his bed sheet and shower curtains, <laughs> you know? So, uh, I don't know, I just. Paranormal fields out there. I mean, it's it's still and they still got all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And Bigfoot's doing porn, and they're trying to legislate <laughs> that they can't do Bigfoot porn anymore. Again, I don't even know how you make that a serious campaign topic. It's how do you crazy. legislate Bigfoot porn? <laughs> really? Really? Why? Why would you want to? They finally captured this thing on film. Let him go. <laughs> I want to know. If if he has a real wiener, or is it like a dog? It's like a little red thing that pops out. You know? What is it? Because he's just in his fur all day long. Oh, the wiener. The wiener. So we're watching stuff on YouTube. Right? So they're... 
one of these random videos and stuff, and they had a, I don't know if it was even in America. It probably was because it was just bizarre. So they've got, there must have been a security camera. So they've got a gentleman of African-American descent. Well, I don't know if it's American, but African descent. Uh, no shirt, pants hanging down. But as he's walking out, now he has pants hanging down. But his underwear were hanging down too. And you get a full frontal view of this guy walking out of the store with this thing that belonged on the Clydesdale. <laughs> and I'm like, really? They just showed that? At this? But, uh, yeah, everything's out there. But, uh, I'm a huge skeptic. I know people we talk about things on the show and I talk about things with passion, things that you like and things I like and things that... But I've got to be... I've got to see it. I don't need to see that black eyes thing, but I need to see the other stuff. Yeah. I need to see, yeah, I'm sure. I need to see, I need, I would have loved to have caught something on the woods. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if it's a paranormal thing, I need to be well, impressed. I would say 90% of the population is the same way. Everyone wants, you know, to believe, you know, seeing as believing, if you will, you know, uh, I think a very large portion of populations mm-hmm. like that. I'm that way. I mean, like, I would never, you know, the whole UFO thing, because I, mean, I saw it myself. Right. You know, I don't, I'm not trying to convince anyone what's real and what isn't real. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just telling my stories and people want to believe it. That's crazy. You know, that's fair to you too, you know. I know what I saw. I know what happened. I was there, you know. Um, and it, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, it is what I proved it to myself, I guess. You know, Sasquatch thing I proved to myself. You know, I'd be like, I'm not worried about what people think about it. You know, right. I know. And I get that. When you have your own experience, you understand. You know, like, right. holy shit, you know. Um, the whole UFO thing, I don't, even, I don't know where to go with that. Because it's so, it's so bizarre and so far out there. But in some ways, it isn't. You know, how stupid are we to think that we're the most intelligent species in the entire universe? I mean, that to me, that's... They were the only species. Yeah, and that's what comes back to me. They were the only life form. Why would we think there couldn't be something else visiting here once in a while or all the time or whatever? How how arrogant are we? You know, I mean, and that's how I view that. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah, I don't know why you would think that. I mean, that's... I was watching a show. Maybe it's... They were referencing the Hubble telescope, and they aimed it at one patch of space for like nine days or a week or two weeks or something. And uh, it was like, you know, if you stared at, you know, a square foot of the Earth from space, it was that kind of it was kind of that kind of scale. And uh, what they got back was thousands of ga- ga- not not planets and solar systems, but thousands of galaxies. Yeah, thousands of galaxies. Galaxies are billions. Galaxies of stars. are big. Yeah, billions. They're kind of big. They're kind of big. There's five but, billion stars in our Milky Way galaxy. Five billion. Five billion. <laughs> but they had all these. And it was just one patch. Yeah. And then they did it like. Not necessarily right next, but then they pick like another spot. Same size, same same parameters, same results. Another spot of the universe that's just a pinprick in the grand scheme of things. There's another thousand galaxies in that. <laughs> okay. 
okay. So even if, even if we are the only sentient life form in our galaxy, which is crazy, but let's say we are. One in five billion. Then wouldn't it make sense that at least at one of these other galaxies, there's at least one, one planet? One in five billion. <laughs> that, like, even if it's only one, one life form per galaxy, we've already identified at least 2,000, 3,000 galaxies. And obviously, if you're just looking at that square inch, there's a lot more square inches out there than we've looked at. There was a mathematical equation years ago, and I, I don't remember the exact number, so I'm paraphrasing along my memory, but it was just for the Milky Way galaxy alone. It was like 5 billion stars or 6 billion stars. And then it was like 0.1.5% if it had intelligent life. That percentage was mm-hmm. 5 billion. It was like literally came out to millions of intelligent life forms in the Milky Way galaxy alone. Millions, not thousands, millions. I know. You know, I and it's nuts. It's just, and then you quadruple that by the billions of galaxies that we know out there, like you were just mentioning. You know, there's billions upon billions of galaxies. So then you equate that number just on the average of five billion stars. The number is infinite with intelligent life. It's absolutely infinite. In my opinion, anyway. I mean, from a mathematical equation standpoint, it's just infinite. Um, it's crazy. Um, yeah, nuts, man. Nuts. Yeah, it hurts your head if you think about it. Does hurt your head. And all the while, we are spending, not we as a human being, but as a society, we are focused on dumbing down each new generation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I know I post the videos where uh, Mark, whatever, goes out and interviews people on the street and asks them basic questions. Mark Tyson. Mark Dice, yes, Mark Dice. That's Those hilarious. Are, ask some basic questions. What year did we gain our independence? <laughs> no one knows it. Who did we gain it from? No one knows, no one knows it. it. Yeah. The South. Okay, well, <laughs> okay, I guess you got a point on that one. You know, I think the last one, I think, I don't know if I posted this one that. Um, Mount Rushmore. Talk about Mount Rushmore. Did you see this one? Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's saying, oh, you know, Trump's real upset that the Chinese attacked Mount Rushmore. And do uh, you think we should send troops in to, <laughs> to defend it? And they're like, well, I don't know. There's a lot of war going on. And Chinese had a reason. And he's like, you know where Mount Rushmore is? It's in China. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, not really. Isn't that in India? No, no, it's not Mount Rushmore. It's not in India. How can you be... How can you be that? I mean, there's a lot of things. I, uh, there's probably more I've forgotten from high school and my school years than, than I remember. A but, simple geography, come on. Yeah. They're simple historical facts. <laughs> you know, whether Columbus killed the Indians or not, I know he came to America. <laughs> you know, I just... But they don't, they don't. Or he'll make up some weird shit. Oh, you know, no, and I, but that, and that's, that's how Americans, you gotta remember, even the average commercials, hey, this is 12-year-old mind, 12-year-old mind, the average commercial, cereal, candy, whatever it may be, maxi pad, whatever the fuck it may be, that commercial is a <coughs> 12-year-old mind, okay, so our society is dumb from that, because people watch TV all the time, they're idiots, 
know, and here's the thing. You know, this is how I equate it. I, I never, I used to get upset because I would talk about UFOs to people and I'm like, well, how can you not understand what's going on? And I, didn't, I couldn't equate it in my head. I could be, someone could be that ignorant of what's going on around them. And then as I got older, I understood life more. You know, you're in a relationship, you have kids, the kids are in school, you're doing homework, you work, you come home, you're dead tired, you want to watch news and watch a TV program, you go to bed, you get up and you do it every day. It's the same thing. And that's the person's life. So anything outside that normal life, they don't, they don't have time for it. You know, if you know, people say there's no evidence, I'm like, oh my God, just, just go to YouTube. Just go to YouTube and just look at, just type in amateur astronomers and moon, maybe put UFO in there. It will blow your fucking mind, the, the videos you will see. Blow it. And then you're like, well, people are like, oh, they're all fake. I'm like, you're telling me millions of tapes at this point are all fake by different amateur astronomers across the country and some professional astronomers on top of that? I don't think so. And they're like, okay, okay, can't believe that, fine. Then just, just go just go to NASA tapes from the space shuttle. Just, just look at those. Look at all the UFOs that are in those wow, tapes. That's, those are fake, too. Moon, yeah, moon NASA faked fake. it. Moon yeah, landing's anyway. fake. World's flat. But... Thirty percent of the population is back in the in the in the ball game of the world's flat. World is flat. People are believing that. It's depressing sometimes when I think about it how dumb people are. Not, and maybe that was not the right word. Just disengaged. Maybe that's a better terminology to use on this particular subject. But. You know, and this is a whole nother show, but. And then we have Common Core. Oh. Math. In our schools. You don't get me started. And I don't know. I don't know. I can't even do it. So what's sad? What's sad is basically this is. Within 20 years, they're going to have to have computers and mechanical whatever dealing casinos. Because anyone that was raised on Common Core math will not know how to pay a bet. There you go. They won't. I know this sounds ridiculous, but you can't take something like 30 minus 21 which should be nine, and you shouldn't even have to think more than three seconds that it should be nine, and have a five-step equation well, to get to that nine. Common Core is dying. I'm going to explain why. It's a good thing. Uh, a lot of states, I don't remember the exact number. I knew this a year ago. I want to do a show about this in time. But numerous states have pulled out of Common Core. The idea behind Common Core at the beginning was if you live in Texas and in New York State, and your kid was in the eighth grade or the fifth grade or whatever grade it was in, when you left Texas and got New York, you'd be in the same exact spot in Common Core that you were in Texas, meaning you wouldn't lose any information. You'd be right there, right where you left off. That was the whole promise behind Common Core. Now that, like, at least 10 states, if you recall correctly, it's probably more, it pulled out of Common Core, that's no longer accurate. So Common Core no longer makes any sense. It's a socialist, stupid freaking idea made by people who weren't teachers ever. That's a fact. This whole thing came about people who weren't even educators. Fact. They came up with this program. It is ridiculously stupid, especially on the math side. It's just beyond dumb. It's be oh, it makes the kids think more. Bullshit. No. It makes it ten times more difficult than it needs to be. What in life you treat you teach people 
to get to point A to point B in the little least little different, different way. In, in the retail world, you don't want to touch something twice. You want to do it the first time, get over with as fast as you can, and move on to the next project. You're not teaching these kids that process by doing shit ten times longer than it needs to be. That's just retarded. That's fucking retarded. Okay? You've That's what got that a nine. You're taking one away from it. <laughs> that makes fucking eight! That means now eight. You don't uh, need three steps. Add this, add that, then subtract this and track that, and then in this column, it's going to give you the... We just... I said sometimes... Or I guess, you know, what, I guess what's getting with respect to the Mark Dice thing is he's not talking to, he might do better talk to 8th graders and kids in elementary school and junior high. But he's talking to college, college kids. Yeah. College kids. That's the failure of college the American kids. Uh, college system. Yeah. I don't understand what, what we're celebrating on July 4th. That was another great one. Do you know what? Do you know why we're celebrating today? Mexicans uh, independent. Day off. Day off. Oh, it's because we won the Civil War. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's our Independence Day. Who did we get our Independence Day? I don't know. <laughs> Memorial Day. Labor Day. I like to see Labor Day answers. They probably think that's a socialist holiday, and they'd be all for it. There's a kid on the street. On the street. On the street, who's uh, 10 years old, or is it 11, 10 or 11, who doesn't know how to read or write. And he's not forced to go to school. And he lives in the projects on the street, okay? Uh, very fucked up home, no doubt about it. Uh, mother's a meth head, okay? But uh, you would think with all these agencies and the schools being concerned about bullying and everything else they're concerned about today, that there be some kind of, you know, program to snatch him out of, uh, out of the house and put him in an environment where he can learn. Nothing. There's nothing. Nothing. No, you, I, we didn't I, believe it. Like, you, you can't you can't make this shit up. You just you literally can't make it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sad. All right. sad. So, we are we are at time. We are past time. We are past time. So, uh, we're Let's Talk It All and that's at letstalkitall.com on the internet. Um, we are a diversity broadcasting syndication, uh, in theory, uh, we are being simulcast on a couple different websites, I've yet to hear it, so what I will tell you to do is look up the app TuneIn, T-U-N-E-I-N, uh, you can get it on your phone or on your computer, and we are, at this moment, still definitely on that at our time slot, which is 9 to 11.07 and 30 seconds. Um, we update, keep the website updated. It'd be nice to have some fresh updates to on there. Um, I will try to get a picture of this furry, furry chick, and, uh... See if I can find some information. We'll throw that up there. Uh, but we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you sticking with us. And I will let Jeff have the last word. My last word is this. If you wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning with a sore ass, try to remember what dream you had. Because just perhaps, just perhaps, 
Let a visitor from somewhere else. And if you wake up saying words that mean the same thing, then you have a the soul ask. 